The following pendant. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the commentary for season 12, episode 12 of The Kingery. Some letters, usually. Um, this is the season finale. We finally made it here. Holy crap. With wow. us here, with us here is the assistant director, Caitlin Kleiman, who's done an amazing Hi. job this season. And thank you, thank you. the writer of the episode, Tilly Bridges. Hello. Who, who has become her own sort of podcast queen of late. <laughs> and we are starting right off here in the Pine Ridge factory. Um, Caitlin took this scene. She took a lot of the Pine Ridge scenes and did a fabulous yeah. job. Thank you. As, as there's chaos. <laughs> it's a lot I, of chaos. Yeah, those are my favorite. Yeah. <laughs> you made sense out of chaos, though, and that's really beautiful. <laughs> wow. I'm going to be. I I find myself singing that around the house now. I mean, it's a good song. It is. It's cute. Exactly. And now we're at the power station here with Major and Cass picking that up from a couple of episodes ago. Another Caitlin scene here. I mean, like, you've been losing power or what? Just nice and quiet. Too quiet, maybe. Suddenly there isn't as much power as there should be, and a few hours later it's back again. It's fucking up the slot machines. See, she's got priorities. That's very good. I gotcha, I gotcha. Well, it, it ain't the end of the world, at least. Um, we've all had that moment where we're trying to put in a password. It's not working. <laughs> I'm trying. Nothing's happening. I did that with my pin code on my ATM card the other day, and I oh. it was like my old pin that I haven't used in years, and I couldn't remember why it wasn't working. I felt so embarrassed. Oh, God, I hate that. Well, that's the worst one to get wrong. <laughs> well, and more squids with knives. Yeah. Rachel is just having, she's just chewing on the scenery and throwing it out. It's fabulous. Like if Whoops. ever a role was built for that, yes. it's the ESI squid, right? Oh, absolutely. No matter. Studies also show I'm everywhere. Uh-oh, there's another one. I love that little sound there. Everywhere now. <laughs> but I assure you, I'm an impartial observer. Oh. Get, get used to the sounds of these squids, kids, because you're going to hear it a lot. There's just so many, and I'm so sorry. No, it's I'm so fine. sorry. <laughs> Rachel gave us so much to work with as far as the squiddy laughs. Yeah. That it just it was worth works it. Up. It was totally worth it. Meanwhile, Aaron and Gib are trying to escape from the spider's den. And then maybe realizing that wasn't such a good idea either. Just leave people to die. Maybe there's something back at the spider's den that can help. Oh, so socks and the AI And they did a good job here, just making themselves sound just exhausted as they're running. I mean, with hell behind us and in front of us, wouldn't that make us the shit? That's what you want to die talking about. Well, technically yes, but also no. The things that go through your mind when you're maybe about to die, you know, yes, you can exactly. control it. You okay? Not that I speak from experience. No, I'm just, no. I'm presuming. You're just saying. Yeah, yeah. It's a normal day on the thoroughfare, but not for long. <laughs> I called Tithia. She's heading over to check Good. on him. 
Maddie and Luna, I think was what she called herself in the last last name she gave herself. But it's Arkel. It's the same. Uh-oh. One of the terrified yelps we got from them. <laughs> and more screams and chaos, etc. Everybody head to my office. The door's reinforced. It might buy us some time. By the pricking of my thumbs, nothing's too witty this way comes. We don't have them. Let's add those to our tentacles for the next generation. I don't know that why, but that's a very Tilly joke right there, that we don't have thumbs. <laughs> Well, you know, these things happen when I'm writing it. I don't plan those jokes, and just the line comes out. I'm like, that's funny. What if they did have thumbs? And then exactly. it, it, that would just the mind be worse. That would just be worse. Uh, she systematically rooted out all the corrupt cops. Really? I bet they just transferred to another piece. Palace and Tippy yeah, here. No. They, no, they are, wander they are through the uh, police station with Bernice. Oh. <laughs> I'm starting to feel like Palace a bit. Wheel. Impressed with how they dealt with corruption in their police department. I'm pro poly wheel, but six feels egregious. I can't tell if you're joking or not, and uh not gonna lie, kinda love that about you. So why do you I love we've we've managed to work Bernice back in. That's a that's a very fun character there. I love Bernice. They're amazing. Yes. Jesus, why are we being so casual? He could be dying. He doesn't work like that. He's got a they, they have some wonderfully horrible ideas. Yes, exactly. Like, you know, if, if you need extra hands, they can figure it out. <laughs> like, if you have a character that has no logic to them whatsoever, yes. I'm going to fall in love with them. Yes, so. yes. <laughs> Always. So many pieces. Maybe my poly hand idea isn't so bad. See? See? Okay, his memory core and his central processor are intact. And that means? He'll be fine once we get him put back together. Yay. Yeah, and Maddie Just said put him back together. It's happened before. It'll happen again. The sooner we have those, the better. Then let's get to work. Who hasn't gone through a little dismemberment now and then? Just you, know, just, you know, sometimes you just fall pieces and need somebody to put you back together. Now we got Major and Cass at the 812 locally. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm so clever. You are. <laughs> you know, I think that was like a placeholder, and I'm like, I'll come up with a better name. And I just wanted actually, to finish, you, go on with the script, and I never did. Actually, you did. It's 28 and late. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh. I, I, I just said 812 just, just to be a bitch. And it worked out well. And Mage, she's so making jokes even when she's in in horrible hideous pain this was our only option not everyone here that Caitlin did they're everywhere little refrigerators in the background you know it's all over every news you find these harder to do when they're quieter scenes when there's not so much action going on the kingery 
Yeah, I feel like I can't think of what to put back there. Like Jillian, I think, is the one that suggested it could use refrigerators because I like mm. there's no booms. I don't know what to do with myself. Yeah, that, that's probably the hardest part with a slow scene like this is figuring out if you want if you want an ambience in the background just to make it feel more alive. Yeah. Um because it would be it would be a perfectly fine scene with just them talking, yes. But you know, you throw in the sound effect in the background, just a little sense of where they are, and it, it just adds that much more to it. If I hadn't been, if I hadn't decided to score this, actually score this, there probably would have been cheesy music playing through the speakers. <laughs> but, you know, it, it needed more dramatic music than that. <laughs> Nobody wants the old 28 and late music. No, no. That, that tape recorder got, got smashed or something. I don't know. <laughs> yes, that is. Major is is the queen of oddly specific threats. I love getting overly specific with her threats. You're like, what is going on in her head? What is the specific person and instance she is thinking about right now that made her say that? And that that is a, a real key to comedy is when you're specific about certain details yeah. like that. And, and, and interesting there she's figured out maddie's figured out she's going to marry her girlfriend sometimes these things surprise even you when yes. it happens you know yes <laughs> meanwhile <laughs> mask and socks are still going at it uh-oh what <laughs> uh, he finally got her. Kind of. But but he wants he wants to do more. And they're not going to rest until they get it. Of course, we have Papa Arkell and Madison dealing with their their own chaos over here. Because Madison has had it. <laughs> yeah. Jesus fuck. Okay, so maybe coming here wasn't the best idea. I'm done getting you. Well, I just want to say that you know, in scenes like this, it can be kind of complicated what's going on, especially when we get to right. these finales and all of these storylines are dovetailing right. together. And so I just want to say that I think the two of you have done a really magnificent job of keeping it all clear to the audience so they can understand what's going on and who is where, and you've just done a fabulous job with it. So, well done. Thank you. It's not as bad as last season where I literally had to draw out where everybody was in the scene, but I did kind of have to figure out, okay, this scene's over here, this scene's on this side. Yeah, we did have that one scene at the last season finale, I think, that had every single character <laughs> yes. in it, almost. So, and it was yeah. fabulous, but it was also a nightmare. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm sorry I do these no, things. No, 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 sweetie, they're doing He's apologized fabulous. a lot, too. They're, 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 they're <laughs> wonderful. They're wonderful. We love you. You're perfect. Don't change. We do. A crime family. <laughs> Bullshit. I'm a fucking marine with under Aren't we all, Aaron? Yes. I've got plenty more. Ooh. Kristen nailed that. <laughs> it's just the perfect I could do this all day. Let's go. Play us 
Now here at the spaceport is everybody's just trying to get the hell out of Dodge. But Asa, he wants to uh, leave presents for the squids on his way out. And just make sure they don't get on board. Poor Asa. He thought he was out and they pulled him back in and look Ugh. where it led him. Back the same goddamn place he was all those years ago. Destroying Pine Ridge. Yep. That's a very good squid falling yes. sound. Yeah, it's done candy. very well. It was very satisfying to do, too. <laughs> bigger guns. We need scouting reports so we can see how far they've spread. It's not worth it. <laughs> None of this is worth it. It's not worth the work. The pain Poor Asa. The he, he, he probably at this point feels like he should have just stayed in the dumpster. Now here's your uh, music choice that's awkward, <laughs> but this time we decided to put a, a, a lampshade on it to let everybody know that it's a little awkward. It calms me, helps me think. But yeah, we've we've so always had music and Tommy's or Allison's or whatever she's calling herself today's office. Oh, I actually do meet. Yeah, I think that goes back to the very first episode. Yeah, um, Seth, wow. our first director, did that, and it's just been a thing every director has carried through. That's a fun fact. If, if, if the music is not on in there, something really, really bad has happened. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't know. If they don't survive, I'm gonna kill them. <laughs> Listen, I'm not sure if any of us are gonna make it. Out I try to at least make the music on the radio kind of. I'm going to say it work now, with the proposal, such as it is. <laughs> I love you. I fucking love you. You know, it's kind of country. No matter what and your name is, no matter country. where we go, or what giant aliens, or religious zealots, or maniacal crime bosses, or fake gods that are really just... I feel like this should just be annotated with it, which season each one is in, like the little boxes and yeah, comic books. Yeah, those are legit <laughs> references. This yes. show's been going so long. Yeah, you go back far enough, you'll run into... All of those. All of them. Valdre, are you fucking asking me to fucking marry you? Some of the many, many the times. Of all this fucking lethal nonsense. I fucking am. Well then. Fucking yes. And, and God bless our actresses who always give us wonderful kissing noises for the two of them. <laughs> Nothing like having to make out with your hand in front of a microphone. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it, it, it's as awkward as, as it sounds like it would be. It works, though. It does. It's fabulous. Yeah. Apparently, I've got a fucking wedding to plan, so we need to get the fuck out of here. Hooks, 
boss? The Vale and View Core, the Powers Resort. In I I'm glad she's the only person that had to say that one. Oh, <laughs> damn. With the right modifications, I, I think we could rig it to emit one. But that kind of conversion is going to take time, and with all the squids. Good thing I kept this. You still have a Worthington? Now she's got a Worthington. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you do want also, a reference from so many past episodes. Yes. They go deep back into the show. They do, and I love that. The highly illegal weapon that is yes. incredibly devastating. Yes. <laughs> Aww, I was liking where that was going. Now back to the convenience store as the... Uh, Squids are, are banging on the doors at this point, trying to eat their brains. This and hedge ponies. <laughs> really good timing on that to make it sound like there were a whole lot of them. Yes. Really good. I did do a lot of Googling, too. I wanted them to sound kind of dissonant. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Make, it's perfect. Makes them sound, does make it sound like we didn't just repeat the same one over and over again. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a kiss. Uh, I, I got it. I got it secured. Um, I, uh... You know, one of my favorite things to do as a writer is to just take two characters that don't get to interact very often mm -hmm. and let them interact a whole bunch and see what that would look like. And so yeah. all of these major and uh, Cassandra scenes were really fun. I mean, it's very serious, you know, for what's going on for them. Right. But for me as a writer, it was really fun to, um, you know, sort of dig into them and yeah. let them play with each other verbally in ways that they don't usually get to. Exactly, because this series has been on so long now. It's a season twelve, and we've been running for more years than that. But yeah, we we there's so many combinations that we've used a lot, which they're great combinations. That's why they've been used a lot, but you know, it is nice to kind of see somebody with somebody else, like Aaron and Gib, both new characters, but they've both mostly been you know connected with the same characters, and so they got to open things up a lot more this season. Yeah, when you have a show that's run this long and has this many episodes a season and you have all of these subplots, you know, characters sort of get siloed off with their, their whoever's in their little story with them, which right. makes sense, but so they don't always get to interact in a lot of ways. So it's really fun when they get to. Mm -hmm. The bell. <laughs> and cast the sound religion again. Your I, mean you know I love when I can work in the hard rock music here from Toon Peddler. It's done. This major's coming in guns blazing and. Shut the ever loving Adam. I believe we are safe for now. Take me to Cassandra and we can... I don't oh, know much <laughs> about human physiology, but shouldn't more of your blood be on the inside than you. outside? Karen. Karen, can yeah. you hear me? I... Uh, I... Uh, I answered your call. 
no voice around this time. Yes, you did. You saved my life. Of course. I love you. No, no, no. You cannot die. Such a fun couple. I, uh... We need her to stick around. I think I probably can. I, I, I can save you if I take you into me. My protoplasm will keep you in stasis until I can get you medical attention. Kinky. <laughs> it will feel like drowning. But if I concentrate... Maybe we put Chekhov's protoplasm up a few episodes ago and now we're paying it off. Right? Also, you know, I've become really attached to these two, like, together. I guess yes. I sort of ship them, even though I'm a writer. But oh yeah, uh, I think it's hilarious because if you told somebody about this show and said, well, there's this super buff lady bodybuilder mook, and she's in love with a sentient paramecium. Yes. <laughs> You'd be like, what is this show? It's so silly. <laughs> right? We stand, we stand yeah. Mage Lock over here. Yeah. yeah. Or Cager. I hope you'll forgive me. Kaylock absorbs Major into his goop. I am sorry, Jillian and Caitlin. <laughs> but you made it work. Yes, so. we did. We, we, we make it work. Good job, and I'm sorry again. No. How did anyone ever now things seem to have calmed down a bit? A now guy, it's just on fire, and the sprinkler system has gone off. It's just on fire, much yeah. calmer. Well, after explosions and squids yes. and everything, yeah. just yeah, on fire, workable. just on fire is doable. Now, so we don't have to listen to him. <laughs> Tough call. <laughs> Hold up. Is someone there? Are you okay? Now, I did this scene, and I am not going to lie, this was a very difficult scene for me to direct. Um, just because things going on in my life right now, plus, I just love socks. I've loved socks since she first showed up. Yeah. And it's just, it was, when I first read it, I was in tears. I'm not going to lie. And it's it's a beautiful scene, you know. Did a fantastic job here, um, both with just and all the performances here are perfect too. Um, yeah, those wounds are infected. Oh, uh, uh, fuck! Shit. Uh, yeah, it's always hard to to write those scenes where yeah. you know, dramatically, I, uh, thematically, story-wise, character-wise, it's get in here and help the end of the road for a character. Yeah. But you've come to love them for so many years, and exactly. so it's always hard to do, even when you know it's what's best for, you know, the, story. the show and the story and the characters and everything else. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's hard. I mean, it was. It's always hard to write those scenes too. You know, it's mm -hmm. it's hard to get through, and you're like, how do you, how do you do service to the character and their history and to all the the people listening who really love that character? You want mm -hmm. them to feel something. You want them to feel like this was meaningful you know because right. the thing that i hate the most in shows is when a character's death is, is just handled nonchalantly and they're just yeah. sort of written off with no fanfare or anything and yeah you feel like you don't get any kind of closure as a fan so we, we mm -hmm. never want to do that no if we can avoid it and i love the whole bodily autonomy thing yeah when, when she's saying no because and 
why she does it. Now, M did cut all these lines as individual lines, but she also did this whole thing as one take. Wow. And and that's what I used because it nailed it. Nice. Awesome. It's always neat when you when you have an actor that can get the scene well enough to do that, especially on something like this, which is a couple of pages. And just one flat scene because you know, as handy as it is when you've got you know the scene broken the monologue broken up into several different bits. I can save myself. It's really nice when you can just get the complete flow without stopping. Yeah, and you know, I, I I really think um everybody in this scene is great, but M especially um yeah. she's especially fantastic. Since she just jumped into this part a couple, right. of, a couple she, episodes ago. She's only ago. been doing this uh for four episodes, I think. Yeah. She came in as a sort of emergency to help us out uh to get through these last four. Right. And um she, she was really concerned about it. She talked with me a yeah. lot about it. She sent me samples, said, Am I getting the, the character oh, right? Yeah, because she wanted to do justice to yeah, socks and exactly yeah and you know because I, I was talking to her cause she's talking about when she was talking to me the was like how when someone knows they're going to die to well i'll say they're still conscious enough that they can you know, you know talk they yeah, get that they get that extra they get that little moment of clarity and that's kind of what she goes with here yeah and it's it's just a really really fabulous moment Yeah, you know, it was a, uh, it was pretty personal for me too because I have in the past in my life been used as a weapon to hurt mm-hmm. other people without my knowledge, and not not in the exact same way, obviously, but in the broad strokes, you know, and that is a really horrible thing to have to go through, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I hope nobody listening ever has to has to deal with that, but it's really tough, and so I tried to put a bit of that into into socks there what mm-hmm. that does to you when you realize that you were used to hurt other people without your knowledge it's it's a really hard thing to deal with yeah it's just fabulous all around uh, like yeah. I, said, I, I was going through my my, my my mother passed while i was working on this scene as the scene oh my came goodness. up and Part of why i had to kind of take a little break for a couple of weeks yeah that must have been so hard it was very difficult I mean, even though in her case we knew what was happening, we knew it was coming, it still just sucks your soul out for a while. Yeah. And having to focus on killing a character that that you love, in this case, while doing that, you know, it's just very difficult. But at the same time, when I finally got it done, it was very cathartic for me. Get I'm that glad out there. Yeah, and I'm sorry that the timing yeah. was so unbelievably shitty. Yeah, it happens, but it does. Yeah. Life has a way of doing that. Yeah. I'm sorry for all this. For all this shit the AI made. And she's just now she knows this is it. She's trying to get everything out yeah. she can. I hope she can forgive me. As the and, uh, sprinklers stop in the background. And tell her. I'll save him a seat at shenanigans in hell. Right? And then this line, oh, it just kills me. 
Jasper. Jasper. You... You look so good. Well, that one just... That was the one when I was reading it that just put the nail, the knife in my heart and twisted yeah. it. And it's beautiful. Because, yeah, that's, Vesper's the only character she's ever shown actual romantic love for. I don't... Yeah. And they they had their own... Back. Yeah, and she accidentally killed Vesper I... back when the fifth was first doing their bullshit. So the thought of her finally being reunited with her like that is just is that okay? fabulous. Okay, I guess. Is there tapioca? Maybe. Tapioca. Take a minute. You're okay. Just breathe. And you know, we get some props here for I'm okay. for Pops, Thanks. you know. We, as he uh, <laughs> comes out of whatever he's been in for the past couple of seasons or more, my wife Sylvia, decades of his life. Yeah, right. It looks like you've got some catching up to do. I think your daughter's probably best suited to bring you up to speed. Cassandra? No, the other one. Wait, what? Who? <laughs> now we head to the core. Kind of breathe here as. Chaos is ensuing again. I know what I am. No, no. Hand me the wrench. Oh, right. Especially for this scene, I'm really trying to make sure the squids are all around. If we had 3D audio, it'd be perfect. But you know, you're just having to kind of do the best you can with left and right. And... It worked. Yay. So. Yeah, but it sounded cool. <laughs> Yay, techno babble. Woo! Yes. <laughs> He, he, he doesn't get those moments that often. And now we get fun with Worthington's. It's that familiar wind up and boom. And uh, Luna or Arkel, whatever. She's enjoying this. Well, wouldn't you? I would. Yes. Well, you know, destroying stuff. And it's like a shooting gallery, kind of. Exactly. I'm Madeline Gray, and this is my spouse, your wife, Arkel. Everybody's a comedian, and death is on the line. You know, one of the weird things I had to figure out with this episode is where to put that socks scene, because I think initially I wanted to put it after this one, but then it felt like the gap was too long before we got Mm. to the final scene, and then I thought, well, maybe, you know, socks is so important to the show, such a big character, maybe her scene should be last, but then it didn't work with the final scene with Hebe and the cliffhanger, so it was was a a whole juggling act, moving these scenes around, trying to figure out where they best fit and how they all best worked as a whole. I I hope it it was in the right order, I don't know. I think it it does, because it's... We've got the it chaos does. with Kalok and Major, and then yeah. on this side we've got the chaos in the core. So we get this nice. Yes, we're emotionally wrecked by it, but it's still, as far as action goes, it's a nice breather. A nice breather to crush your heart. Exactly, right. like you do. It's funny to call that a breather. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh no. That's what we call bad timing. By the way, the sound of the uh, squids going around in the background, I'll reveal it now. It's a bunch of like BBs being poured on a glass surface. The oh, that's cool. I love no one's weird stuff like that. That like you wouldn't think that would give you the sound you're looking for, but it totally does. Yes. 
Yeah, it's one of those things I was like, before we even did episode 11, I was trying to figure it out because Caitlin had it first, actually. Mm. She had the sound sound effect first, but I wanted something yeah. we both would be able to use that right. could balance out perfectly. And you right. know, that it ended was a up good find. Yes. Now, back in the police station. Okay. As we're finally getting things together, everybody can relax. Really? We can all breathe. That wasn't so bad. It's all over. Okay, let's power them up and, uh... Tithia! Amy! <laughs> a little different, a little different kissing a robot. <laughs> glad you're okay. That is Bellerman? Yes, I am also here. Not awkward at all. This has been such a... Uh-oh! Oops. I really like the EMP blast, by the way. Yeah. Very really cool sounding. That's fun. I was trying to go for a similar sound effect to like the, 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 the V'ger effect or something like that. <laughs> and I think we got it. And once again, Kat proving what an amazing screamer she is. Oh, yeah. She's very good at that. As, as Tithia once again becomes our O'Brien and must suffer. Usually. <laughs> Oh, I need, you're right. Rachel <laughs> it didn't even but occur to me. Poor it, 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 it works. It works for her, though. Anyway, that's that's it. That's the season. Holy shit. We made it. Unbelievable. Yay. Thank you both for all of your tremendous work. It's uh, It's been a lot, I know. It has. And it's You're magical. We couldn't do this without you. And thank you and the writers for amazing scripts the whole year round. The cast for just knocking it out of the park. Every assignment that they got, they did a phenomenal job. And thank you to the listeners. For, for sticking with Absolutely. us, not just for this season, but for 12 seasons. 12 oh. goddamn seasons. You How many made this shows the out most, there? The most listened to show in all of Pendant. So. Right. It's It's been amazing and it's been fun and I can't wait to see where we go next season. So please catch us on whatever social media is out there. PendantAudio.com. We're there. We're having fun. And for Tilly and Caitlin, we'll see ya. This is Mask, your friendly neighborhood credits announcer. The Kingery, season 12, episode 12. God, that's a long time. Some letters, usually, featuring the voice talents in air quotes because, let's face it, there's no vocoders, enhancement software, or any other upgrades to make them evolved. Of Rachel Crosby as Stabby McStabstab, the ESI squid. Kim Giannopoulos says, Doc, I hope you're not outside of my network. The premiums are killer. Freaks. Russell Gold is Zed. Marissa M is Reyes. Andrew Hackney is Dockin. Edward Herman is Asa. M Zero Garcia is Major AI Socks and Socks. That's a really long name. Or is it free? I don't care. Princeton Bays is Cassandra. Christine Chester is Erin. Sean Taylor is Gabe. Alicia Lane Pickens is Madeline Gray. Melissa Autumn Hearn is Arkell. Barry Whittle is Hooks. Kirsty Wolven is Corey. Brady Hendricks is Jace. Alexandra Jameson is Palace. Catherine Pride is Titia. DJ Briggs is Bernice. Adam Blanford, formerly known as Mask because I've had him killed. Justin Fife is Papa Arkell. Bridget Gossowitz is Madison. Jack Cook is Kaylock. And Josh Kibby is Hebe. Sensitivity reader Christine Chester. 
Written by Teddy Bridges. Story by Teddy Bridges with Susan Bridges, Renee Christine Jones, Caitlin Kleiman, Pete Bynan, and Catherine Bride. Kingery theme by Tom Stitzer. All of the music by Josh Molden at thetunepeddler.com. Directed by Gillian Morgan. Assistant director, Caitlin Clyden. Produced by Pendant Productions. This production is copyright 2023, Pendant Productions. Have I time traveled? The Kingery, created by Susan Bridges, Teddy Bridges, McCullough Eaton, John Harden, and Teresa J. McGarry. Copyright 2023, Pendant Productions. This has been Mask, your evolved credits announcer, signing off. For more information, visit adventaudio.com. Thanks for listening.